the most beautiful place in the world, where a Tar Heel blue sky blankets Murphy on its way to the Tennessee border. It's a long way from Raleigh and the Outer Banks, but we're living in Carolina too. In fact, you might call it Extreme Carolina. With more, here's Michael Borkman. Welcome, welcome everyone to the show, Extreme Carolina, the show that focuses on great people with great stories who prove in their everyday lives that anything is possible. We strive to bring you relatable life lessons from interesting and inspiring people as they live out their purpose on this earth. Well, folks, get ready. It's time for some good news you can use because today we've got an amazing person with an amazing success story that is doing things in the community and helping the community a lot. As a matter of fact, her name is Ms. Jocelyn M. Proto. She's the owner and producer of the Audio Flow business that is amazing. Uh, it is the audio, it is the indie book. And, and let me tell you what she's done. She is also uh, with SAG and AFTRA. I think that is AFTRA, AFTRA. So y'all forgive me if I didn't say it right. But anyway, she's the 2020, in the year 2020, Audi finalist. And then she's also the 2019 Roan Award winner, uh, nominee for Anticipating Temptation, 2019 Independent Audiobook Award nominee for, and for again, uh, Anticipating Temptation. And then the 2019 winner of the CIPA EVVY Audio Award, Audiobook Category of no pity in depth. So she's amazing. She got a lot of stuff going on. Let's just bring her in here and we're welcome to have her. Let's give her a strong Extreme Carolina welcome to Miss Jacqueline Proto. Good morning, Jacqueline. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm fantastic. And we're just happy to have you on the show today. It is so amazing that you do these books on tape. And uh, we have a, a friend of, of ours, I think that is an associate of yours, uh, Miss Marnie Young, and does the same thing. Yes. Yes. She's a fantastic woman. And you and her come come from different backgrounds and different areas uh, of doing things. Of course, you're a, uh, a Indiana native. And I'm sure you probably heard the old saying that they've said many, many times. Oh, you're from that same state that the Jackson Five. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. And the, and the same city. So, you know, it's do you 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 live on Jackson Street? No, you know it's named after the president, not the actual Jacksons, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you probably got that, I'm sure, your whole life. But uh but anyway, cool beans, yeah, that's where you're from, Gary, Indiana. So and you're still in your home state. Wow, look at that. And uh, that is truly, truly amazing. A lot of folks, you know, once they get up and go to college and they out of there, I'm out of here. I know my girls did. Uh, two of my three girls, they were, they finished college, they was gone. <laughs> I, I, I went through that too, so I, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, they, they, as a matter of fact, they went on both coasts. I got one on the West Coast and the other one on the East Coast. Oh, and, okay. Uh, let me just tell you, they they got out of here. I mean, not, so it ain't a girl thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. Do, you know. So, but anyway, speaking of uh, graduating, 
you went to Augustine University and had a degree in broadcast journalism. Yes, I uh, attended St. Augustine's College uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And um, when I originally started college, that was not my first degree uh, choice. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, most people do change their major at least one or two times when they go off to college. So Mm -hmm. uh, initially I went to school for psychology. Um, Mm. I had a strong desire to work in that particular field. I don't know why, uh, but I did. And uh, probably at the end of my um, the first semester of my freshman year, I changed it. And uh, I just remember everything that I had pursued in high school by attending the Gary Area Career Center for television and broadcasting, uh, television and radio broadcasting. And the school that I went to had a television and radio station. So Mm. I figured that would be uh, wise to kind of take those skills that I learned in high school and apply them in college. And so I did make that change. And then I added a minor in religious studies. So Mm -hmm. I stuck with that for the remainder of my time in college. Wow. That is amazing. Well, thank you for sharing that Jacqueline. And, but now you, you also, we find that when we looked in your bio that you had for a long time, long before college, this desire or this innate desire to read and a love for books. Yes. Um, you know, when you're younger, it's different when growing up um, in school back in the uh 70s and 80s uh everybody made it you know school systems made it a point to encourage literacy especially in young children and so Mm -hmm. i just really had a love and a passion for going to the library every week i was you know going to the dewey decimal system and looking up that car that that uh book that i saw on reading rainbow and Mm -hmm. and going and checking that out and then at, at school every week we had library day and i wanted to get these books i still remember of course reading Amelia Bedelia I know some people will probably remember who she was and all the uh Beverly Cleary books and the Babysitter's Club and all of that and mm-hmm. um and then as I got older you know my this, my uh reading changed a little bit I got more into um never Stephen King more Dean Koontz and um uh, then I read the Left Behind series. And so uh, I just really enjoyed the way people could tell these stories. Mm-hmm. And and then as an adult, uh, probably in 2014, 2015 is when I kind of rekindled that relationship that I had with with stories. And uh, it, it just became you know, a part of me. And I also try, try to dibble a little bit, dibble and dabble a little bit in writing myself, but mm-hmm. it's, it's not my, my number one passion. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, I do write, but mm-hmm. I prefer to read other people's story and help them get um, put to audio. Fantastic. We're going to get, get to that audio portion in just a minute, but I'd like to follow up on the reading. See, we like to ask the guests that come on the show about their reading because we think that 
reading is so, so important for not, you know, not just for the youth, but really for the youth, but for the older folks as well. Let's get this thing going. (laughs) So what we like to ask is this. What book have you read recently that had the biggest impact on you and why? Oh, gosh. You know, I'm going to tell you guys that I don't I don't necessarily read a lot of books anymore. I do the audio. So I'm going to tell you, I listen, read. That's that's a real thing, everybody. (laughs) So I I listen, read. And uh, so the last the last series that I listened to is probably going to be a little bit odd, but um, it's the uh, I want to say it's the Black Witch uh, I don't even remember the whole series name, but it's by Laurie Frost. And so I started listening to this book because I, I like young adult books and, um, I, I'm a fan of Julia Whalen, who's the narrator. And I started with the, the idea that I thought the book was just going to be some regular paranormal book with the, you know, different, um, type of, you know, creature. No, we don't like to say creatures, but, um, a different kind of special paranormal uh, people. And once I started listening to the book, I realized that it has so much to do with how we are living in a uh, social climate that deals with racial injustices. And she took a young adult book and made it about uh, witches and fae and, and shifters and applied how, how race, how racism exists in that story, um, the the main characters of the book, they're these elite elitist people, and they kind of were taught that everybody else was beneath them. And so, you know, when the main character goes off to school, she wants to keep her distance from all of these other people until she finds out the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, that whole story allows me to understand that racism is a learned behavior people are not born racist um but it can be unlearned with an open mind and communicating and talking and get to know other people and that's what happens throughout this story and right now i'm waiting for the last book she says she's it's in final edit so she left me on a cliffhanger but um (laughs) it was the book was just so impactful because i have to when you know we see everything that's going on in 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 the world today you say that person wasn't born that way and something may trigger them to be brought out of that it can be unlearned Mm -hmm. so you know you don't look at them with hatred because of the way they act you look at and pray that one day their mind will be open to understanding the truth and being able to see that and change their heart and mind so Mm -hmm. that book had a really big impact on me and i just um, I just really love the way she wrote that and intertwined that story. Well, that is fantastic. I tell you what, we uh, you know, we we we're gonna get more into the things that you uh uh listen, read and all that <laughs> stuff and the stuff that you do with the audio flow. We'll come back with that. But right now we want to take a quick break. You guys have been listening to Extreme Carolina on ninety-five point one, and we're gonna jump, we're gonna jump aside just for a second or two and give our sponsors an opportunity to come in and, and do what they do, and we'll be right back. 
All right, we're back again on Extreme Carolina. We have a guest today, Ms. Jacqueline Protho. She is the producer of the Audio Flow. And that is an amazing company that she has started. And uh, she started that and it grew from one, the Audio Flow Casting Services, and it grew into two <laughs> with the production companies, which Audio Flow and 316, and which is our friend uh, Marnie told me about. She just told me about the 316 audio company. <laughs> but, uh, and I guess she knew about the other. But now, uh, can you tell us what these companies are? Tell us what they are and what they do. If you can briefly tell us that, we'd appreciate it. Okay. So originally when I started out in the industry, I started the audio flow casting. Actually, I did some things before that, podcasting and reviewing. But uh, 316 Casting was to specifically help self-published authors cast their audiobooks. So um, just kind of like recruiting, I would find out information about what they were looking for in the narrator and and then I would go out and find three to five people that met that uh, that uh, fit that request and invite them to audition for that uh, author's book. Uh, we moved outside of casting and went into production because authors said they needed more assistance with the back end portion of the process. And so we knocked off the casting services and went to the Audio Flow LLC and became incorporated. And that was in 2018. Um, as we continue to move forward in that space, uh, I realized that I wanted to do publishing. So publishing is a little bit different. It's where you purchase the audio rights from um, a particular client, and then you publish it yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of said, I want to do that. And usually everything that I say I want to do, I, it happens. So I do uh, believe in speak those things that aren't as though they were and mm -hmm. uh, and so I decided that I was going to move into publishing we published our first audiobook uh, under the audio flow in 2019 which was Jezebel the prequel by mm -hmm. Jacqueline Thomas narrated by Janina Edwards and that right. book was actually up for an audio award in 2020 um, 316 is was was is my baby um we're having an anniversary in july for one year mm -hmm. and 316 focuses more on inspirational fiction and non-fiction books as well as children's titles so i wanted nice. to kind of make a distinction between the two uh the audio flow does everything um but 316 you know it's part of my favorite scripture john 316 a lot of people said what does 316 mean and um John three one three sixteen everybody so uh, <laughs> want to go and read it that's that's what we stand on and then awesome. and then recently we just launched our nonprofit too youth in the booth and um, that is something that I created to teach audiobook narration and production to youth and teens so to give them uh, an extra skill set those who are currently in the performing arts can mm -hmm. use those skills and learn about audio. Nice. I like that. So you've taken your skill 
that you've learned uh, over the years and you're now giving back. Yes. Which is one of the things that we truly enjoy uh, highlighting here at Extreme Carolina. If you guys want to go to our website, which is michaelborkman.com, and you can check us out on Facebook and uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that as well. And we're going to also uh, feature, as we're doing today, Miss Jacqueline Proto and all the wonderful things that she's doing. Now, I want to back up and hit <laughs> those those things that you said about the kids yes. and helping those folks. Can you just kind of unpack that a little bit? Just give us a little brief uh, thing of how that's going and, and what's happening. Sure. So I um, had this, I, you know, I've always wanted to children is part of my um, ministry. And um, so I went to see a community play Annie last year. And I just thought, wow, how fantastic are these, these kids uh, performing this play and singing and acting. It was just amazing. And I said, I, they would be perfect for audiobooks, specifically for children's audiobooks and teen audiobooks, because doesn't it make sense to have people that are of that age bracket narrate mm -hmm. books for them? by them. Um, and so I, I got with one of my um, narrator partners out in Chicago and I said, Hey, let's, let's collaborate on this. What do you think about us teaching uh, this skill set to, to youth and teens, you know, cause she has mm -hmm. a, a studio out there. And so it became our brainchild in uh, January. We just said we wanted to do it. We were going to kick it off in June and they were going to meet at her studio, but then COVID happened. Um, right. But the great thing about technology is that that didn't and stop us. So Amen. I said, let's just let's say let's just do it digitally digitally. Everybody else is doing, you know, their Zoom conferences and they're doing teaching courses online. So why can't mm -hmm. we do that? And so that's what we did. Our first class started on uh it started uh in June and it end uh ended June 29th and that's our first group. I think we had six youth, uh five five girls and one guy so yay for the for the guy that joined um <laughs> and and they uh learned about setting up a studio what equipment to have how to voice characters um they had homework assignments they nice. they were able to do a demo and then um i sent them out a well a congratulations gift of a starter um microphone microphone kit for them to start their studio and some other things to get them going. So that's what we want to do is put that in the hands of youth um, and, and just help them find a career where they don't have to necessarily be TV, but still use those acting skills in other ways. Fantastic. So let's say that uh, some mothers and, and fathers are listening to our shows. We hope and, and appreciate their doing, and they know their kid has a particular skill. Mm -hmm. And so how do they get in touch with you and so that they can let you know about their kids? Yes, we uh, you can email us at youth in the booth at the audioflow.com. I know it's really long, but it's everything is spelled out just as it says youth in the booth at the audioflow.com. Um, you will uh, be directed to me uh, and also to Brenda, who is our facilitator, Brenda Scott Waslow. And uh, our 
our next session, I believe it's probably going to be um, in the fall. Uh, we also are teaching proofing. So if your youth or child enjoys reading and doing editing and listening to audiobooks and going through and making sure that narrator is saying what's on that document, we're teach we're having a course for that. And we're also teaching post-production, which includes audio engineering and mastering audio files. So um, wow. that's what we're doing. <laughs> that is fantastic. A busy, busy life there. Yes. And, uh, lifestyle. So, and you're helping not only the kids, but you're helping those folks that are wanting to self-publish that are grown folks as well. Yes. And uh, that's with the other thing, the audio flow, or is that... 316. Yes. So the audio flow is our parent company. Um, Mm -hmm. The audio flow does everything the same as 316. 316 is just our, um, it's our DBA just for specific genres. So we Mm -hmm. handle everything under the audio flow. Everything the audio flow does, 316 does. I just wanted to make that distinction between the genres. So uh, authors will know which company is going to publish or produce their title. That is fantastic. I tell you what, that, that you know, that right there is so amazing. I love the fact that you have a, a giving spirit. I mean, Thank because you. what what you do in your uh, day job itself, obviously, you know, you like doing what you're doing. You're very good at it, but you're also helping those who are looking to get a hand up. Yes. And uh, I really appreciate that. And our audience appreciate that. And uh, I tell you what, that is so exciting. And now what, what, what really baffles me, and I wouldn't say baffled, but I, <laughs> I, but I will say this, besides your, your parent company, your sister company, and the one with helping the kids, you seem to find time in <laughs> traveling, spending time with family, cooking, writing, and he is spoiling your, your baby Jacks. Yes. Sure a, or a, dog. a dog. I'm a total dog person. Spoiling <laughs> <laughs> your dog. And on top of that, riding your heart. Yes, sir. Yes. Woo. You know, it's important to have work-life balance. Now, you know, I, I, I own my own company. I run my publishing and production company. But I also am an HR director for... Um, for Gary Public Transportation. So I'm working, I'm wearing 20 hats here, but it's also, mm. it's important to make sure that you wind down because you can become overwhelmed. This is when people uh, stress and they become depressed and it, it. it happens. And so <clears throat> you have to take that time to uh, travel, you know, when, when you're able to, or spend time with your family and um, take your dog for a walk or a ride in the car or get on your bike and just ride around. And so I try to make sure that I still do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years, you know, when I first started the business, I didn't do that. And I became overwhelmed when I was podcasting, you know, recording four to five uh, mm-hmm. episodes a day. And I just burned out. Uh, right. So I said, I can't burn out again. I have to make sure I, I take breaks. And like any job, you don't work seven days, you work five. So I work five. I, I make sure I work five and mm-hmm. not seven. Wow. There you go. You know, I tell you what, we can, we can go on and on. In fact, <laughs> I like to, but we're up against the clock. We got to get out of here. Uh, but uh, maybe we can have you come back on and we can dig deeper into that. Would you be willing to come back later on? Yes. And share with us? Yes. I would love to do that. Thank you. 
Oh, wow. No, thank you. We've enjoyed it. And I tell you what, we got to get out of here, though. But uh, thank you again for being on the show today. And uh, we really appreciate you. And ultimately, Extreme Carolina is committed to you, our listeners, to bring you leaders and newsmakers that are passionate and purpose-driven, like Miss Jacqueline, and that are making a difference by listening to their stories. Extreme Carolina listeners will have an opportunity to refuel, reconnect, and get inspired by unlocking the power of the people. Quote of the week, folks. Here it is. Come and get it. Drum roll. And it simply says this. I dare you to be great. I challenge you to be great in every single thing that you do. That's from a guy that I know, Eric Thomas. They call him E.T. And uh, so thank you very much. Appreciate everybody being here. And uh, we'll see you down the road of peace. Thanks again. Make today a ridiculously amazing day. And this is a wrap. See you.